Hi, you, and welcome to the Mission Driven Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Stephanie Smolders, and in this show, we will have a combination of solo episodes from me personally with my tips, my advice as an online business and marketing coach. And I interview the most exciting mission driven entrepreneurs and ask them all their secrets and all their tips. And we dive into their personal life as an entrepreneur as well. I cannot wait to show you and to let you listen in on all these conversations. So let's dive right in. Hey, you. I'm so glad you're here because today this is going to be a solo episode and I want to share the things I have learned as an entrepreneur being a coach for a year. As you know or might not know, this is not my first company, this is not my first business, and this definitely is not my first rodeo. I started really as an entrepreneur when I was just 18, and it all happened out of the blue, and this that wasn't my purpose. To be honest, all the things I've done before led to me being a coach and a mentor and doing the work that I'm doing right now. And If you're just starting out your first company or this is maybe your second idea or whatever you're doing, I know it's overwhelming and I know there's a lot of things that come with being an entrepreneur and that's why you might have heard in the beginning as well that there is a new intro, a new outro for the podcast because you learn, you evolve, you adapt and you you get to understand what helps you as an entrepreneur to grow your business because you'll hear in this episode that it, it does all start with you. At least that's what I learned the past year, transitioning from being a marketing agency with a full team and a lot of international clients and no real personal time for me and not a real time for me to develop my myself as a person. And as an entrepreneur, I learned a lot. But that moment last September 2019, when I switched from being an agency to coaching and mentoring other entrepreneurs, that's when I realized this is what I'm meant to do. This is my purpose. This is my mission. And I think I kind of always knew. And in preparation for this episode, I wrote down a few things that led to the, to the work that I'm doing right now. And it made me realize that yes, there is a lot that, a lot of work before this actual thing happened for me. And and I want to share a bit of my own personal story and share with you the things that go through my head as an entrepreneur and as a person, just in general, we're all people here, we're all humans. And this whole roller coaster of entrepreneurship can be very lonely and can be very hard. And that's also why I decided to use this platform, this podcast as a little bit as my journal to listen to myself afterwards. If you're a self-projected projector like me, you'll understand why it is important to listen to yourself and to talk about things as well. And I am recording this episode on a Friday at lunchtime. I just came out of a bath. I haven't done any real work yet besides making a new intro, a new outro for the podcast. But um, I was reflecting in the bath about everything that has happened. And this came because yesterday I literally had an emotional breakdown. I couldn't see myself running around in circles anymore and this happens you'll reach a plateau in your business and you're like why is this happening what can I do and what that means for me is a time for reflection and Peter my boyfriend you may or may not know this but 
he came to me and he's like, "Do you know what you accomplished in one year? Have you written down for yourself and actually looked at all the things that you've done? You dissolved your previous company. You let go of a lot of people in your team, which is a hard thing to do. You went from making fifteen to thirty thousand euros a month to." Nothing, because you decided it was time to go be a coach. The thing that you've always wanted to do since I know know you. That's what he was saying, and we've been together for almost five five years now. You've been featured in Business Insider two times. You've been a speaker. You've done master classes. You developed a whole course. You built your own website. You've hired people. You've made clients you have over 20 full-time one-on-one clients and while he was speaking and talking to me I was like that's so true but I don't see it that way I'm so stuck in I'm not there yet I haven't I have I don't have all the things I want my vision is not manifested I don't uh, and I got so emotional while he was talking that This is exactly what I tell all my clients, like celebrate the things, reflect, take the time to look at everything that you've accomplished. Because in one year, during a pandemic, no less, I achieved all those things and I needed someone else to remind me. And maybe this episode will help you reflect on your own accomplishments, however big or small you might see them. There are steps in your process. You are improving. You're almost never at a standstill because even me reflecting and making this episode is the next step, is me seeing everything that has happened and owning that and now seeing, okay, what is what is it that I need right now? And what is it that I need for future Stephanie for whatever is coming in the future for me? And I think I'm going to share three or four things as you know me, or you may not know me. I I tend to overshare and go very personal and talk a lot. But um, in my preparation for this episode, I listed at least three things that I learned from being a coach for a year. And this is not me saying that it could all happen so fast because what happened for me is not a reflection of this is your own business. I want to state that again because I've built on an audience. I've already established my brand. I already had a foundation. And that is also one of the things that I want to start with is that the foundation of you and of your business and of your brand is really the key to growth because everything that has happened in my life up until this point has led me to this. I started a blog when I was 16 about lifestyle and personal stuff and beauty products. Like so cliche if I look back at it, but this was in 2000, I don't know, 15, even maybe even earlier. No, definitely earlier, 2010 or so. Wow, it's already 2020. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, starting the blog, me crafting copywriting me crafting storytelling me sharing my my message my word my voice that was like the first step and I was so afraid to share it with others that I had this online community of other bloggers and we would do calls and in that time there was um, MSN that we would talk for hours about 
blogging and developing our own blog and where this could lead and all the free stuff we were going to get. And then I started to work at 16. I started to work at events as a hostess and as a bar personnel and sometimes even security or parking or whatever. And within that company, the founder, when I was 18, he asked me to join as a partner and to really grow that business because at that time we had a few clients, but it wasn't super big or anything. And I did. At 18, I I joined. I also went to college at the same time, but not with my full intention, not with my full passion. I, I was really dedicated and focused on the events company. And I would work Thursday evenings, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, late at night, all hours of the day. It was literally crazy for me if I look back at it now, how I was able to do that and how my energy was during the week that I was not crashing all the time. I think I did. I slept so much. Like I would come home at like four, five, six a.m. and then I would sleep until like three or four and then I would do the whole thing all over again. And I did that for a really long time up until the point that I quit college and did this full time. And at some points I was even cleaning houses just to have some extra income. Because if you have a business, it's not always rainbows and unicorns. There are times like festival season was a really good season in the events industry because that's where we had the most of our clients. But during winter, I had to find something else to do because we had a team and we had all this equipment and we had all this stuff. So I I was cleaning houses and listening to podcasts and um, meeting so many different people, inspiring people because they had amazing houses that I get to that I got to clean. So that was an inspiring time for me as well. And then I started to really develop my blog on the side and my social media. And that was a time that Instagram and Facebook and all of those things became popular and influencers. So I started to really hone in on that for me. And at some point when I met Peter, we started to travel so, so much. Every weekend we were away because we were both so busy during the week that um, that was the only time that we saw each other in the weekend. So we would travel every weekend, every vacation. At that time, I was a teacher. I did went back to college. I did get a degree. I did do all the traditional things way later in life, but I did. And my normal lifestyle blog transitioned into a travel blog. And that travel blog is now known as Tourist Exclusive. And I got my first clients because people started to see my work with marketing and copywriting and social media. And a few of my friends who had their own own business, they would reach out to me and they would, can you help me with Instagram? How do I write captions? How do I do content marketing? How do I write blogs? All of that. And that's really what got me into social media marketing. And I did that for a good couple of years. And this was also the transition point for me to let go of my stable house and income and everything in Belgium. And I started to travel. And because I've built on my own skill set for so long, this is really years in the making, I got enough social media marketing clients that I could build up a lot more clients. I had a portfolio. I could do this remotely because I just needed good internet and that was it. And we started to travel. And this is where my personal development story really kicked off because I met myself so many times 
because this was now the only thing that I was doing. I wasn't juggling two jobs or different incomes or whatever. This was me focusing on me as my own business, my my skill set, my everything. And it grew. It wasn't the first year wasn't unicorns and glitters again. It was great to learn a lot, to fell flat on my face to learn that I had to have contracts, to learn that my website needed to actually say certain things what I was selling, to find to my offers, all those things I learned. And at a certain point, I grew from myself to hiring freelancers to building out an agency. And that's when I realized this is not the life for me. I don't want to be managing people and clients. That's not what I want. What's the impact that I'm making? And in that time frame, I also discovered human design and I have a complete episode. I think it's episode three or four. Uh, I think three that is all about human design and my story and how I found this. And that was a trigger point for me to go it still took four years though (laughs) but to go from agency to coaching and guiding others and empowering others to bring their own mission into the world their way and not the traditional you have to do certain marketing techniques in order to grow and that's my whole 10 minutes of conversation now is why the foundation is key and everything that you've done until this point at some point is going to click all the puzzle pieces are going to fall together and you'll be like well this is interesting and you might not be in the middle of that right now you might have so much going on that you're like I don't see it sit down write out your story hire a coach work through your own things and see that foundation really is the key and see it everything that you've done have led you somewhere that has taught you somewhere something there are always lessons in there as well and that is why for me when it clicked that coaching and mentoring and supporting others and teaching because I still teach I still have courses and classes and all of that it's part of me by the way Um, that's my fuel that's my passion that's where I get excited about and I thought I wanted it to to be about marketing because that's what I always had been always for many years had been doing and I that's how I started out as a coach one year ago I was just a marketing coach and mentor and I did a lot of consulting and things like that but over this last 12 months I really transitioned to really helping people and entrepreneurs become the best versions of themselves so that they can put out the best possible company and business and brand for them and I'm good at marketing. It's still part of what I do, but it's not the main core. I look at you as a whole, you as an entrepreneur and your business and your life and mix them all together so that you can build something that's made to last and that you can find your own fuel and your own purpose in what you're doing. And to come back to a little bit of building that foundation, finding your purpose and all of that, some of the questions and some of the things that I have learned because I was so focused on numbers and audience and followers and likes because I come from the social media world and that's the only thing other companies focus on. And over time, it got me so frustrated that yes, I do have a certain following on Instagram right now, but those are not my 
key followers for my company. And a lot of people don't realize that, that I've built them up over the years doing social media marketing. And I wasn't really using my personal brand to get clients for the agency. That was just the way for me to show my travels and to document and to give tips and advice and all of that. And when I made the decision to transition to coaching, I thought, well, I've built all of this up. This is going to be easy. And not to diminish my own achievements, I did get clients quite easily, but I also reached a plateau because a lot of my followers only follow me for the inspiration, the travel and the lifestyle that I have. But there are no business owners. They're no, not my ideal clients. So I got very frustrated and discouraged that my posts weren't reaching as many people anymore. I didn't get the same amount of likes. I didn't get the same amount of comments. Still for me, that was something that triggered me a lot. And that's something that I had to work on in the last 12 months that that is not the most important. The most important is the relationships that you build on social media, the connections that you make, the impact that you make. It's not the amount of likes. It's not the amount of comments. It's not the amount of shares. It is the connections that you're making. And that is a big realization for me because I recently just posted something and I only got like 50 or 60 likes, which is ridiculously low for my amount of followers and even for my normal um, amount of posts. But this is something I normally never post and my audience is not used to this. So it triggered that old wound a little bit as to you are not seen, you're not appreciated, people don't want to work with you. And it made me realize it's not as intense anymore as it used to be. Before, when this would happen, I could really, really down spiral and blame everything on myself and be like, you're not good enough. You're not doing it right. You should know because you do marketing. And I learned down the line to really look at myself and be like, this is just part of an entrepreneurial life. You'll have posts that don't work. You'll have posts that go viral and that's just how it goes. And part of being an entrepreneur and doing your own marketing is challenging yourself and accepting that sometimes things don't work out and not hiding those and accepting quote unquote failure. This is not a failure, but something that you didn't expect. And I really want to end this episode I don't want to make it too long I think it's already quite personal um, is that you are your business you are your company especially if you are a service provider like me but this could be a copywriter social media manager um, creator spiritual teacher whatever it is that you do if you are a service provider or if you're a personal brand even you are your business and Working on yourself really, like working on myself really unlocked things in my business. It unlocked growth, it unlocked potential. I asked for help. Oh my God, I was so terrified when I first started many, many years ago now to ask for help, to ask my co-founder for help and to ask other people to look at my business and say what was wrong. Now... This is the best thing that I can do. I have a mentor. I have a coach. I do a lot of courses and that is where I grow. And that is where my business grows as well. I'm, I also in the last year 
really worked on handling criticism and um, asking for help and asking for testimonials and reviews, it might come with certain things that you might, was not expecting, criticism and how constructive criticism sometimes is really, really good. And that is why I love doing what I do. I don't give you criticism, but I will highlight certain things where you can improve. And that is so, so valuable. And that is what I had to learn as well, that that is super valuable for me, for me as a, as a person to develop myself, for me then to develop my business, to implement certain things. You will never have everything right. You will never have it perfect. There will always be things that you can improve, that you can learn, that you can do, quote unquote, better. And that also comes with working on my limiting beliefs, really getting a good routine that works for me, that includes self-care, that includes building up my own confidence, that includes this podcast. I dreamed of having a place where I could talk for so long and I kept putting it off and off and off because I wasn't good enough because I didn't have the technical skills to edit this. And there were so many limiting beliefs that I had on starting this podcast. And one day my mentor was just like, what is really holding you back? And it was me. I was the one holding myself back, which meant I was holding my business back. And that is one of the biggest things I learned in the last year is that the more I develop myself, the more I develop my business. That's, that's what I wanted to say. And that's what I wanted to share in this episode and listen to myself later while I am in doubt or when I am confused or when I am overwhelmed to listen to my own advice and <laughs> to uh, listen to my own story and my accomplishments and be proud of what I did in one year. And that is what I want to give to you as well. Be proud of every step that you took. Be proud of everything that you've accomplished up until this point. You are you for a reason. You are here for a reason. You are meant to do the things that you are doing. If something inspires you, go after it, do it. Don't wait. I'm here for you. Thank you for listening. I see you and I will be speaking to you very, very soon. You have reached the end of another episode of the Mission Driven Entrepreneur Show. If you've got any insights from listening to this episode, it would mean so much to me if you share them on Instagram and tag me at stephanie.smolders or you can leave a review. Your help and support means truly a lot to me. You can find all the links and resources mentioned in this episode in the show notes below and be sure to visit stephaniesmolders.com to discover the fantastic bonus content. Thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you very soon.